Hi there, it's Serena. How do you feel? Welcome to How Do You Feel About Podcast. Let's share feelings. Hello. Hello. Hi, Veronica. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. And where are you now? Um, I'm in Rochester in Minnesota in the United States. Wow, cool. Uh, for our listeners, today I'm with Veronica. She's a case manager at the Refugee Resettlement Program in uh, Rochester. And uh, we met first time in Sicily at the university. And uh, today we are going to talk about traveling solo. Actually, a very annoying topic when it comes to how does it feel traveling solo since you are human. And uh, Veronica is going to talk about how does it feel traveling from Colombia to Mexico, so through Central America. I should say I love Central and South America. Even I was there all in my dreams because, the, yeah, the, big, the biggest one is uh, visit uh, Mexico. Thanks to telenovelas and my Mexican <laughs> Erasmus friends from my first Erasmus in Spain. And uh, the first big dream is Chiapas. Have you been there? Yes, yes. I've been to Chiapas um, in 2017. Wow. Uh, I went to San Cristobal de las Casas, which is like a very small, um, colorful, full of culture town. And Chiapas was actually the first state, uh, Mexican state that I entered. Since I entered Mexico from uh, Guatemala, I crossed the border and yeah, Chiapas was the first place to go. Wow. It's really, it's really beautiful place. Um, full of coffee shops and full of little stores and um, it just you can just wander around those colorful streets all day long and never get tired of it it's it's great and you also um, I mean um, what about nature because I usually so, saw like uh, these uh, huge forests in Chiapas mm -hmm. yes there are like a lot of woods and forests um, and there is the canal Um, that you can take and you can um, go for a trip and take a boat and just they show you around it's really beautiful although I haven't done it um, I have to go back <laughs> that's why um, I'm planning to go back maybe next year nice and how did it start your, your trip I mean your um, first trip okay so actually it started in Dominican Republic um, where I was teaching English um, so I took a part in a ISEC project um, do you know ISEC yeah yeah I know it Yeah, it's this uh, international student organization, if someone um, didn't hear of, of that. Um, so I took part of their project. Um, it was a few months project um, in Dominican Republic, and we were teaching English. Um, and I met a whole bunch of really great, cool people there. Um, some One of the girls, actually, there were two girls there um, from UK, and they actually just traveled South America, um, and they, you know... Uh, ended up in in Dominican Republic so they were talking about it and obviously I love traveling I loved it even before Dominican Republic so I'm always up to um, going to new places and explore um, new countries like anytime you ask me if I want to go for a trip I would the answer probably would be yes yeah I'm the same actually so right now you're a bit suffering because of the situation because I'm suffering a bit because yeah. of the situation we cannot travel well, yeah. yeah yes and no because um, I've been looking 
well, I've been waiting to come here um, for a long time, so I'm really enjoying. Um, and it's been just a few months in the U.S. for now, so it's not too bad. But yeah, I'm already planning trips. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what? And what countries did you visit exactly? How long your travel took? Um, so it took a little bit over two months. Oh, I miss those sounds in Catania. <laughs> I really miss them. <laughs> um, so it took over two months and uh, I visited. So I started in Colombia. So um, I planned this trip. Um, I planned the route of my trip um, because I want to visit Mexico. And my good friend, which is, by the way, now my husband, um, he was in, traveling in Europe and he was coming back to Mexico within like two months. So I wanted to visit him in Mexico. So I needed to start first from Colombia and then, you know, plan accordingly two months. So when I will get to Mexico, he will be already there. Um, so I started from Colombia then I went to Panama, um, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Guatemala. And then, yeah, and the last country was Mexico. Great. First of all, congratulations on your wedding because I saw also your photos and I think it was amazing. Your style and flower, flowers on your head. It was really nice. It, it was like Polish tradition or, or Mexican one. Thank you. Um, actually, it was Polish. I was thinking to go with this Slavic vibe. So I amazing. was something. <laughs> yeah. So we, we did it in the style was like Slavic. But um, just for the record, we had another party in Mexico. Um, few months later um so that was more mexican so we actually had two wedding parties which was please fun. just tell me the best thing of mexico what comes in your mind when you think about mexico it's really hard so okay um i've been to i mean not all of the countries obviously i know people that they've been traveling way way more than me but i've been to fair amount of the countries so far and mexico is one of my one of my favorite countries actually probably is number one second is Italy just <laughs> nice and um so it's really hard to pick just one thing for me I think the huge thing that I love about Mexico their people but also equally I love how packed with culture it is and Mexico is so diverse so you have volcanoes you have mountains you have you know, forest, you have des desert, you have beach, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, you have Caribbean side, so it's like, it feels like Car Caribbean. Um, then you have Pacific side, which feels like California. Like, it's, it's, it's really, like, so many things to do there. And, like, everything is colorful. And, you know, they have, like, Aztec and Mayans and all these cultures are mixing together and with Spanish that they, you know, um, invaded yes. Mexico. So, basically, it's so many, like cultures they're mixed and it's so beautiful and you know all those traditions and all those um colorful buildings and colorful clo clothes and so yeah I, I would say probably like culture and people and food is great and as food. well and tacos. <laughs> tacos oh my god yeah it's delicious yeah and what was the reason behind your decision to travel by yourself i mean what inspired you so okay so when i was in dominican republic um my project was slowly coming to the end and I didn't know what to do. And that was my gap year. So I didn't have any yeah. university yet. I didn't have anything set up. Um, I've been there just for a few months and Dominican Republic was such a, such a different place than Europe. And it like hit me, you know, and it was such a great time and people and culture as well. And, you know, nature and everything. And I realized like I still had some money left and 
I realized that I don't really want to go back to Europe that that early because um, since I'm already so close to this part of the world and I have opportunity to visit this friend and then sure. like to travel, then I, I figured like I really don't want to go back uh, so early. So so yeah, that was the main reason. And then traveling solo. Um, so there is this saying that um, I, I was never going to go if I waited for someone to come with me. And it happened to me before, and I think it's so true, at least in my opinion, like if you're going to wait for someone to join you, you may never really go. So I already knew it. So that was my approach from the beginning, and I knew I'm going to go by myself. Um, The second thing actually was, like deep down, I think I wanted to go by myself. I wanted to try it. I wanted to see how it will be um, if I'm going to manage it myself, um, how would be like traveling solo experience because I never had one before. Um, And, you know, since I was traveling before and I thought I'm pretty organized and I know how to plan my trips and how to take care of myself when I travel, um, I thought maybe I can do it. And it was kind of like a gift for myself. Um, And it changed me like forever, I think. So, so I was a pretty good decision. Well, first of all, I mean, I agree with your approach. It's so inspiring and I will remember it because I think it's true. Sometimes if you wait for someone, maybe you won't go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I will use this approach also because I'm, pl- you know, I'm planning to move to the Netherlands. So mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and um, how travel planning process look like? Weren't you afraid to travel solo? Because, for example, I'd like to, I mean, Mexico is my big dream. And uh, I could live there. But as I told you once, probably I'm a bit afraid like to move mm-hmm. uh, without any uh, reason, you know, like uh, not internship nor, I don't know, like just for traveling and then stay there and move mm-hmm. along. So solo and travel solo. And well, uh, so what do you what do you suggest? Okay, so first of all, like I'm all, like I was really afraid. It's not that I wasn't afraid. I was just used to this fear because I experienced before. So like for, let's say first time I was traveling solo, I was going for this um I was going for the cultural exchange to the US and I was 20. And that was at the point that um I would travel in Europe, right? But that would be like by bus. I was never actually on the plane flying. I was 20. So wow. I was seriously so afraid. And I knew like every time you go to new country and you taking this huge step, especially like in South America, I heard all those, you know, bad news and like it's dangerous and people don't speak English and etc. Then, of course, I was really afraid. But from my experience, I already knew that you always have to break this fear. And at the end of the day, it will pay off and you will feel great. Like I knew that this fear is natural and I have to accept it that I'm scared. But um that I'll do it anyways because that's how you you know going out from your comfort zone and that's how you grow that's how you you know get your self-confidence and I knew I have to do it um I was honestly very prepared I had a little over a month to prepare so I started studying Spanish every day I did study Spanish before um, for you know when I was in Dominican Republic because I needed as well but I was really freaked out that no one will speak English and I won't be able to communicate and There'll be some situations that I'll be lost and I won't be able to ask or communicate a danger, anything, you know. So um, I was studying Spanish a lot. And um, to plan my trip, actually, I based a huge part of my trip on um, Nomadic Matt blog. 
he's this American blogger and his blog is just like full of information. He has addresses of the ho- like hostels and places to go and the budget and how much you will pay for this and that. And like mind blowing blog. It's really good. So um, yeah, it, he's really good. Like if you ever want to plan a trip and he has all of the, he's a huge traveler. So he has probably most of the countries there, um, but it helped me a lot. And I thought like if he could go there, and I don't, I don't know if he speaks Spanish, to be honest. Maybe he does. But if he could go there, like, probably it would be safe for me to go as well. So, so yeah. do you recommend traveling solo? Um, yes and no. I think it depends on your personality. Um, yeah. I loved it. And I've learned so much, you know, and I enjoy it a lot. Um, but... I'm pretty outgoing person and you know I'm talkative and I'm not like that shy I know if someone is really shy and doesn't like people that much then um it might be difficult although it may change you right so if it will change you like and you will be you will get like rid of your shyness and it will you know make you more outgoing person that yeah help yourself like I, I think it's really good um but I don't think maybe everyone would enjoy it as much as I did but um as a matter of fact like you don't really travel solo i mean you go there like there are parts that you're gonna take bus by yourself or you're gonna travel and visit some some places by yourself but the truth is like you meet so many people yeah when you travel solo so i met within two weeks in colombia i met so many amazing people europeans um i don't know also you know from different um Latin American countries they were amazing and like we were friends and like I'm still in touch with some of them they were so welcoming and so helpful and like it was great so also you're never really alone I mean yeah maybe just for some part I feel you because I also have this uh, fear and uh, I had because I had three Erasmus even though it's in Europe but it's still like going out from your comfort zone the same oh yeah definitely and I was uh always a solo like traveling solo and uh, not all during the travel but also when i arrived there but uh, in the end you are not really alone you always meet people mm-hmm. and always there will be new friends that people that will become your friends your new friends there so this is uh, yeah. i think it's nice and it's, what really, do you, it's the best yeah and what do you think uh, is a perception of white female traveler well, I would above say... all, in, because we are talking about uh, South America, and there is mm-hmm. always this. I think it's a huge stereotype, and yeah. uh, that is um, very dangerous. Probably it is, but not that much. I don't know. What, what do you, What do you think? I mean, I was so I. Okay, so when I went there, um, I would get in touch with many locals because I was using this card surfing website. Um, which I also really recommend. And it made my travel safer, I think, because I was surrounded by people I could trust from this website, which is like security there is also pretty good. Like they maintain the security of the website and everything. So if someone is creepy or anything, they wouldn't, they would just kick them out. Um, So that would make my travel safe, safer, let's say. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's not super safe place, but there's, tons of people traveling there some of them I met a lot of people not speaking Spanish and you know Europeans and Americans like they they go there and they're fine you know so 
I mean, you always have to watch your back. Like, you always have to be careful. Like, you're not going to put your all your money in one place or, or your documents in one place. Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, you need to, you know, ho- follow those little rules of being safe. And I think it's everywhere. Like Everywhere, probably, yeah. Yeah, like, to be honest, like, they stole my phone in Catania as well. Like, they, <laughs> oh I was gosh. robbed in the micro. No, it's, uh, it's normal. Like, I've been robbed shame. in Poland. No, but I, it's the same, you know, like, in Poland, like, I had my wallet stolen twice. Like, it's, I think, everywhere it can happen. So you, like, have to just follow those, like, logical um, rules. Safe yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and you'll be fine. Like, of course, precautions are necessary there, but but still. Um, and what? And yeah, the, yes. the perception. Um, oh, the perception, I think, it's that we all have a lot of money. So I met, I've met a lot of travelers there, um, people traveling that they were really like working the restaurant, saving their money, like barely doing it, you know, like um, even me, myself, I had some money left, but I had to really, my budget was really tight. So, um, but they think you have a lot of money because you're coming from Europe or from US. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, also like that you don't speak Spanish, that that's what people mostly think. And they think that you're from US basically because that's the closest um, English speaking country. Um, and I think that's they assume that everyone's coming from the US, which is not true because there's like a lot of Europeans, Australians, you know, Canadians. Um, and some of those people spoke amazing Spanish. They were speaking Spanish like locals. So it's not always true. And what surprised your, you during your travel? Um, I think the most surprised me, like how people, how kind were people? I experienced the kindness that I'm still trying to give back sometimes because I feel like, oh, this kindness to the world. Um, I think the people were amazing. Let's say I had to spend one night in uh, in the airport in Colombia near Santa Marta. That's the, that's the city. Mm-hmm. And the air- airport was pretty far away. And I realized my flight was like the next day so I had to sleep at the airport I didn't want to go back to the city and it was far away and I didn't want to like look for a new hotel and everything so I decided like well I'm gonna sleep at the airport and it was a issue there because they didn't want me to sleep there and then finally they allowed me um, but it was against their policy or something and then in the morning there is this um, older man coming in um, he's like a security guard at the airport and he's bringing me like coffee and pastry for nice. breakfast because he saw I was sleeping at the airport, like mind blowing. I think it was, it was really great. And I mean, I experienced so many different situations that um, I don't know, even in Mexico, for example, um, I was, I arrived to Mexico city and I had this huge luggage and I didn't have to carry it even once um, like upstairs or, you know, like there was always even police would take my luggage and help me to carry it downstairs or upstairs. Or like different different people, like men mostly because they're stronger. But well, people say, well, maybe because, you know, you're white and blonde and they were like hitting on you or something. But it wasn't true. Like they would help me with the luggage. And I actually was expecting they were going to ask me for my number or, you yeah. know, if I want to go out or something like this. No, they would just say like, welcome to Mexico City. Have a great trip. Stay safe. Bye. And they would leave. So it was just like selfless. They didn't expect anything. Anything like, back. Yeah. So that was really really kind people um even the ones that i was staying with like they would pick me up in the middle of the night and for example they were in concern of, of my security so they would drive me to different city which was like one hour for example 
because they they said like well this bus is pretty dangerous like i'd rather drive you so they would drive me and you know like they also didn't want anything back like as in a return what do you so say about was... what would you say about people from the country you visited well the same like super kind yeah. super helpful fun because you know they laugh and they i don't know they like li love to chat and um they definitely thinking out of, outside of the box um taking life how it is so for example i'm i've met a lot of open minded people and they don't like need instructions to they don't need someone to tell them how to live like it seems like they have this answer inside them and they taking it from the inside so they don't waiting for the instructions from every, anyone and it sounds weird but for me it was magical like it's cool i think it's, it's cool it's within you you know what what you're but, supposed to do what was your biggest challenge because i guess you had yeah there were some challenges <laughs> um i think the transportation was uh challenging sometimes because sometimes taxis are not safe and uh buses were sometimes not too safe or sometimes there were different hours of the buses for example they there was a situation in nicaragua um that i had to take a bus to guatemala at 4 a.m and the neighborhood where the bus was uh leaving from was not that safe so i had my friend driving me there and waiting until i'm in the bus and you know it's I'm safe and everything. But yeah, sometimes the transport is pretty challenging. Um also in Dominican Republic, like transport was really challenging because they had Uber. So we would use Uber if we could, but obviously it was pricey if you use it every single day to get to work. Mm -hmm. Um so what they have, they have this um caritos, which is like a it looks like a regular car, but yeah, um it's much small, I guess. No, 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 no. It's not like this Asian tuk-tuks it's like um it's like a regular car but it's really old <laughs> sometimes it doesn't have like door or something like super super damaged cars and um you pay really little and it's like collective taxi so they stop like a bus but you just go there and there are like three people sitting in front yeah and four or five at the back so imagine those rides <laughs> they yeah. were wild i had this uh very good friend mateo that i lived with um and we were taking this caritas sometimes to work he worked at the same school as me he's from italy actually and um oh my god we had so much fun driving because it was just funny um but there was just this one situation that i want to mention very quick um that it was also so beautiful because you connect with the locals and people there so Um, one time I was taking this carito back from, from work to home and um, there was this song, um, I think it's The Weeknd, and it was in the radio and I was in the carito with like maybe one other young girl and the, the other were like one older man, like older woman, like coming from work and they, everyone would start singing the song. It was nice. So, <laughs> it was so like, I don't know, magical that everyone would sing it and if everyone knew the lyrics and yeah. It was so much fun. I, I like I like the South America. I mean, I have like Mexican friends, but I think South America is in this sense like the same. This um, spirit, cheerful spirit, you know, mm -hmm. Latin spirit. Yeah. And uh, what did you get from this travel? I mean, I think you've changed. Yeah, I definitely changed. Um, I grew on so many levels, to be honest. Um, it opened my mind so much, like nothing ever opened my mind that much before. 
um, I connected with people, with nature, with myself, and now it affects, you know, my life daily. Um, I also experienced this kindness, as I mentioned before, um, that since then I was trying to give back and it um, also showed me that the life is not an equal place and I'm very fortunate to be born in the country that I was born and to have all the things that I had and opportunities. So it affected me in a way that I choose the career path um, that helps me, allows me to help others. So that was a huge thing. It really changed me and it affected and my life. Did you experience cultural shock? Mm, to be honest, I didn't experience it as much because um, I came from Dominican Republic, which was, I think, the culture was stronger there. I mean, not in a sense stronger, but more different than... Okay, I experienced the culture shock in Dominican Republic and it was a big shock. And then when I went to South America and Central America, it wasn't as bad as um, as Dominican Republic. So, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't um, that much of a shock. Did you bring any interesting souvenir? Yeah. So, <laughs> as I mentioned before, um, I loved in Mexico and all those countries all this colorful yeah. stuff that they have there. So I brought a lot of like colorful t-shirts or like in Colombia I got this really cute handmade colorful bag it's you know um I don't know what it's made of exactly but like cotton or something I don't know and um so all these colorful things I, I brought and some food I guess um in Mexico cocoa is really popular it's something that they it's like something magical for them cocoa so I brought a lot of like cocoa beans wow. and like powdered cocoa and um, they, you know, they have like this rituals with cocoa as well. So that was really great for me. And it's like a raw and, you know, organic and like coming from there. Um, I brought, well, in Mexico, we went to um, Tequila Town, which is the town where the first tequila yeah. was Guadalajara, produced. Maybe, I think. Or and, oh. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, I don't know, half an hour from Guadalajara. It's this town. There's this town. Um, very re highly recommend also to visit yeah. because um, it's really cute town and um, they have tequila factory. So it's tequila is made from agave. So I got like agave syrup from there. Cool. For example. And which was your favorite country? Um, I think Mexico and Colombia, maybe just because, um, they were like big countries so there's a lot of things to do there and you know it's like very diverse i had a great time in colombia i had so much fun i met so many people that i really loved so that was one thing um, mexico was also you know the culture and everything and i loved um this one place in nicaragua which name is ometepe island and it just the huge lake and on the lake there's island and on this island there are two volcanoes so you can ride your bike or, you know, motorcycle, motorbike around the island and always see those volcanoes. The place, it's just pure magic, really. So I guess those three, three places. Great. I think we collect a lot of information and also feelings because I'm, I really feel I want to travel. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah I have goosebumps. Yeah. Every time I talk about and it, I It's always interesting. So. I, that's why traveling is one of the best things ever because you become even more interesting I person, I think, because you have some something to tell and, uh, and it's nice. Yeah, definitely. And, um, well, 
It was a pleasure having you with me today and hope our listeners travel with sure. their imagination has idea, at least has I did. <laughs> and thanks for sharing your, your feelings and your information and um, have a great weekend. Thank you, Zarana. It was really great pleasure to talk to you and talk about it. I am always very happy to talk about this travel. Um, and if you need any tips or any, you have any questions and you're planning to go to Mexico or anywhere else, um, always Thank you. ask me because I will Thank have you a lot. pleasure. <laughs> you have a and, great weekend. Uh, well, Guy, enjoy the feeling and thanks for listening.